0: live from dnhq in beautiful south Pasadena, california this is blue heaven podcast <laughs> quite possibly quite likely the last time we do this together in the same room live for a little while but what's going on dodgers nation my name is clint you can find me as real frg on twitter and instagram yeah we should probably clarify we're not getting fired or anything uh the world is just
1: shutting down again (laughs) so uh, that's not what i heard uh, yeah well you know rumors fly guys my name is brook you can find me at brookme3 on twitter and instagram on today's show you know it's off season mode we've got a lot to throw at you guys we got a lot of news to throw at you guys we're just gonna blast you in the face with a bunch of news all the things that you need to know from around (laughs) the say around the league but mostly around your dodgers for this week we got a lot to throw at you
0: course we got to talk a, a little bit about our our friend our fan favorite our uh i mean yeah, i don't know if you want to call him the mayor of dodger stadium but mm-hmm. we all pray for our good our good friend mr tom lasorda we'll talk a little bit about what's going on there and and uh what updates there may be of which there are a few right now we're also going to announce the winner of our elite sports giveaway the what are we giving away? cody bellinger's ball but belly balls. so much stuff to give
1: away. We just can't keep track of it.
0: And the new giveaway, what we're giving away uh, this week for the next seven days or so. Plus, we're bringing back an old, I can't call it an old favorite, but it's an old favorite of mine, calling it an FRGM. I'm going to play GM, and this guy over here, Brook me 3 is going to throw a bunch of uh, ideas i guess we'll say uh, yeah sure yeah. something like that hypotheticals whatever hypotheticals uh we're gonna i'm gonna play gm for this off season and see what happens uh before we get into all that we gotta remind you this is a podcast so if you can go and like subscribe whatever rate it on the spots you can rate podcasts that would mean a lot to us preferably a, you know a high star review because i'm a five star man thank you thank you also that's really good uh, subscribe to us on youtube hit that notification bell we would very much appreciate that if you are watching this live on YouTube. Juice is in the stream. <laughs> it says, hey, Beard Man. Beard Man. Beard Man.
1: Leslie says, hi, boys. Happy Monday. Leslie, good to see you. Checking in from
0: the middle of California, <laughs> somewheres. We got Josh coming in from Phoenix. We got Steve May on Facebook, 818, checking in. Alva on Facebook from Fresno. Uh, Roach is saying, resign Paco Rodriguez or Riot. Sir. Sir. This is this is a fine show. This is a fine program. We got Michael all the way from New York staying up late to hang out on the east coast with us. Jose Rod checking in from not nine oh two one oh but nine two six seven six four seven.
1: That's a lot. Jay over on Periscope checking in from Riverside.
0: Oh, the Riv. Shouts to the Riv. Tell, uh, tell Austin Barnes to return my DM and appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Patrick says we better sign Justin Turner. We'll get into that, I'm assuming, maybe. I don't know what the questions, uh, what, what the, the scenarios are as part of FRGM. I don't know what GM moves I'm going to have to do.
1: It's a surprise. I, yeah. I, I have to drop so, it on you.
0: <laughs> James Harden turned on $50 million a year. Do I GM that? That sounds like a good deal. For the what team, you, for whom's? To... <laughs> for the team, because it's a it's good just... thing he turned it down. That's, That's a lot of money. Yeah, sob. All right, guys, we're gonna stop for a second and talk about our friends at my bookie. Wait, no, I'm getting word. It's actually my bookie. It's called my bookie. And now I'm gonna get hit. Brooke likes to hit me when we do that. But hey, late fall college ball, the NBA bubble, UFC fight island. It's weird. Uh, it's very clear that 2020 has been a. Uh, it's been a year. It has been a wild one. Uh, at least we got a World Series out of it. But with that, if you're a gambler, you know, things have been a little bit more hectic, a little bit more wild, and that's why you need a sports book with offers unlike any other. Get some skin of the game with my bookie where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets. Oh wait. All season long. And with Turkey Day right around the corner, there's really no better time to feast on some NFL action. Yum, yum.
1: I see what you did there. Whether you're a first-time customer or maybe you've been playing with my bookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every single week. So make sure to sign up or get reloaded today. Find your edge. Make your bet and get paid they also boost a fully fledged casino platform that gives you access to all of the classic table slot and card games you'd expect to find at your local spots and the best part is at my bookie, the doors never close so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out
0: Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie. And when you do, use promo code Overtime. That makes it uh, known that we sent you, and they like us for that. So Overtime is the promo code O-V-E-R-T-I-M-E to get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. So uh, that's, uh, that's a pretty good change right there, you know? The terms are simple. You put in $200, they match you with another $100 in your account. If you're already planning to bet the season, this is... Free betting money, so you can't go wrong with free. That's one of my favorite prices. It's winning season at my bookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Yum yum! All right, let's dig into some things right now. I'm calling news blast. I was looking around. It's there's I can't no, no find that specific sound That's effect on there. on YouTube. We know. can just do it. <laughs> I mean, we usually do that, me, but now we're upscale. We're it? sponsored by Jim Beam bottles, <laughs> like we should be. Yeah, we're going to have to record that. Not by Jim Beam, just by the bottles themselves. So all the latest news and, and rumors and things surrounding your Los Angeles Dodgers in some way, shape, or form. It's not all exclusive to the Dodgers. Of course, we got some things going on around baseball um, somewhat linked to the Dodgers. But first off, right at the top, we've got to talk about Tommy. So Lasorda was something that we had uh, heard about uh, probably, well, I don't know, a little less than a week before it got out, thank you TMZ for being yourself. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a, a strong concern for Tommy. Uh, all we're sending all of our love to Tommy, all of our prayers, whatever works uh, to Mr. Tom Lasorda. If anybody, that's one of the things we've talked about internally. It's like if anybody can get through anything, it's Tommy. 'Cause he's just... The man has defeated and defied all <laughs> physics and laws of gravity yeah. so far, and
1: uh, <laughs> uh, Father Time is undefeated, but Tommy's finding a way to put up a couple good rounds with that guy, because the last time I saw Tommy, I thought to myself, he might not make it out of spring training, and then yeah. he made it through three more spring trainings, so with that being said, if anybody can beat this thing, if anybody can overcome
0: something... Uh, like time
1: it's a uh, it's Tommy the sorter he just cussed it out and scared it off a little bit for a couple of years
0: yeah tommy is um of course in the hospital he's hospitalized with uh with the heart condition uh, i guess as of now he's in ICU but he's stable uh and resting comfortably uh i don't know how much that helps somebody or or still the fact that he's he's in the ICU kind of does make you feel worried concerned um, there is some solace we can all take in whatever happens. At least Tom got to see the 2020 World Series. He was there, I believe it. He was there at Game Six. They had him there up there with uh, with Honeycutt and all that. So again, you hope for the best, but if if things um, don't go the way we want, uh, I mean, you you could not have lived a more full life than Thomas Charles Lasorda.
1: The man is a legend. I mean the man is a legend himself. Uh you know, you hope he gets better, you hope he's doing well after he, you know, gets out of the hospital, gets to be at games, sleeping in the front row next season. I hope that I hope that we get that situation from him because I love yeah. me some sleeping Tommy in the front row. Um, <laughs> uh, but regardless, what a man, what a career. Yeah. Um <clears throat>
0: Whatever you believe, just you know, bless up, say a prayer for Tommy. Hopefully he finds a way to to make it out and see what, what's uh what's good in twenty twenty one because man, I think that's what a lot of us are waiting for is twenty twenty one. Another two, whatever. We're gonna wait that long.
1: All right, I'm well, just, just waiting for something good. Well, we got a, <laughs> we got a World Series. I'll take it.
0: Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a nice thing. Yeah, you know, not too far removed from a World Series. Is that not good enough for you? Nothing's good enough for me. Very proud. I've of never you. been happy except for that one day. So I don't know how you. Uh, well, I know you took the news not as an asshole, but uh, Kim Ing was hired uh-huh. by the Miami Marlins. Which where is it? Great move for for Derek Jeter, I think right away uh Dave Roberts said that that uh Derek Jeter became his new favorite baseball executive, and this isn't you know one of those just like show hires or whatever Kim has she has put in the work in this league in baseball, she is a lifer she's as much of a lifer as as somebody like uh you know Ned Coletti when he got the dodger g m job if not more she has done everything in the game she is overqualified for the position that she got and i think she's going to kill it um the thing for me you know i know young young bucks like this guy and some of y'all uh are probably new to this world what, you're 10 10 15 15 years <laughs> somewhere in there but man just hearing you know Kimming, you get that like throwback Thursday vibes right away, and you saw a lot of the old the old school long time running Dodger bloggers and people that have since you know moved on to bigger and better things shout out uh my one of my favorites Mike Petriello uh <laughs> bless uh Mike Sosha's tragic illness, but you know you you remember looking back at uh the Dodgers almost hiring Kim as their g m <laughs> before Ned colletti right and we don't know what the move would have done. I mean, we know eventually a lot of Ned's moves eventually became a World Series team. It took a hell of a long time, 2006 yeah. to 2020. Yeah. A lot of that team was there. Some of that team was kind of built by Dan Evans, uh, former Dodger GM, but I don't know. It, it's, yeah, there's a lot of reminiscing, a lot of moments, a lot of like, you know, good for her. This is great. Good for the game. But, yeah, there, I guess there was just a lot of throwback, like, man, finally also at the same time. And, and the people, the outpouring that has come from from baseball, not even baseball sources, it's cool to see.
1: It is, yeah. I like the support for it. I like what I've seen from it. Uh, a lot of people have said it's probably 15 years past due, uh, maybe it 20 is. years past due, oh. and that's for sure it is. Anybody with her type of experience would probably have gotten the job a lot earlier. But, nevertheless, she gets a lot of... Uh, she gets a lot of historical benchmarks along with her, yeah. with her hiring. She gets you know, the first female in uh, Major League Baseball history to be hired on as an official general manager, the first Asian-American to be hired on as an official general manager for Major League Baseball, um, thought to have been the first general manager in um, American male professional sports, which is a mouthful if you think about it, but there's a lot of random male American professional sports that have yeah. are also not even around anymore. So yeah. you think about that, you think about all the things that come with it. It's late. We're, we know. We're late to the game. Baseball's late to the game. Sports are late to the game. But you know what? She's got it. I think she's going to do a great job down in Miami. I saw someone said it feels like Miami's kind of a step down, honestly. Yeah, cool whip special. I get that. I understand <laughs> Miami uh not the best place to be, but also the fact that you get to be a general manager in any position. And also, on top of that, she gets to inherit a lot of really good young talent in yeah. Miami. Their first playoff appearance since 2003 Three. when they won the World Series. Um, and that she, wasn't really a hoax. That she, wasn't really a part of their 60-game season hoax because they didn't have players for half of the season and they still found a way to make the playoffs. She so. also
0: inherits the uh, in, inherits the MLB uh, or the National League's manager of the year in, in uh, crybaby Don Mattingly. In Dodgers <laughs> legend John Mattingly. Yeah. So um, I think
1: she's going to do a great job down there. I'm happy for her. I think uh, I don't like Derek Jeter as a person or a human, but I think what he did uh, is the, that was the single best move of his Marlins career.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, when he showed Doesn't up there, much. he just like fired everybody or whatever. But
1: he took the statue out.
0: That's that's a good move. Yeah,
1: I'm down with that. Yeah. yeah. All
0: right. So two good moves in his tenure. I don't know if Sixto was was acquired or signed during his tenure. If if so, that's a good thing. Um, so evening the ledger, Derek Jeter, uh, MLB. Um, smashing ass legend <laughs> Derek Jeter that's what he's known for let's dig into a few comments before we uh we get along the way Santiago our boy Santiago um says Brooke doesn't seem that convinced that Ned had his fingerprints on this championship team were you giving some uh you giving some looks you shooting some vibes it's
1: not that I don't like Ned or anything like that I just think that Ned was where did that even start? <laughs> Ned was like shooting fish in a barrel. That's what that's what his job was when he was GM.
0: Do you know? Who, dude, they didn't even know if they were gonna pay get make payroll during that time. I know
1: it was very it was, it a was very, payroll or haircuts one, for Jamie McCourt. Number one, it was a very complicated time to be a GM or employee of the Dodgers for that matter. Yeah. Number two, uh, not always a hundred percent convinced that Ned was there <laughs> all mentally for every part of his tenure as the GM. But with that being said did make some really good signings. He did uh, make some not Except good signings. <laughs> really not good signings. Uh, there are some things he, that you can look back on and say, did. like, wow, you blew that one. He did what he could. He did what he could. Oh, let's give him that. You look, you're going to look back on Andrew Friedman's tenure, tenure, and he. I think people forget, Andrew Friedman wasn't really the GM for a long time. We don't actually have a general manager. Yeah, That's another thing to remember. We don't have a general manager.
0: We had a few years of Farhan. And, uh, and, and then, then he was like, I'm out. Yeah. And then
1: Andrew Friedman was like, all right, well, we're not going to have a GM. And everybody was like, what? Yep. <laughs> so we're one of the few teams in Major League Baseball that doesn't have a GM right now. And I don't think that's changing. I think we're keeping that up. Sounds like it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that's still the plan. Unless you They'll want to be GM, well, you're going to be GM get later. This is my, yeah, yeah, this, right. is my, yeah okay. um, this is my, this uh, is my, what do we calling that audition? <laughs> Choose Niros
1: on YouTube says Juan Pierre and Uribe were not key
0: signings. <laughs> Juan oh. Pierre was
1: a key signing.
0: Sorry, I'm I'm distracted. I'm pretty sure there's somebody knocking at the door. <laughs> no, that's alright. Just don't pay attention to them. We're busy. It's, it's weird because we have a glass door and there's like all this glass you can see through. It's very weird. It's very peculiar. Uh, yeah. I mean, hey, hey, you know what? Ned uh, Ned Coletti's friend Juan Pierre played a role and moving his ass to the bench went, when we finally got Manny Ramirez. So good moves. Friend of the show. Uh, all of those, all those people. Katie wants Kim to uh, do absolutely amazing things with the Marlins and kick, kick those uh, sexist male baseball fans right off their high horses. Hard same. Hard same. Patrick asks, will David Price pitch for us next year? Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, there's obviously
1: a lot of things that are gonna play into it. He did not choose he chose to not pitch for the team because of the situation with COVID and the pandemic and he wasn't sure how it was gonna be handled. He reportedly showed up to summer camp a little bit just to check it out and see what's going on. Ultimately decided against it. Don't blame him for it whatsoever. Um so I think it's gonna depend entirely on how things go over the next couple of months. Uh you hope things are gonna go well in terms of COVID nineteen and hope things are gonna trend in the right direction, but also We just don't know how things are going to go because Mm -hmm. none of them have – I mean, uh, let's see. Let's see. It was March. It was like March 20th. We were like, ah, this should last two, three weeks.
0: Yeah, that was last week, right? And here we are in – what
1: what, what year are we in? 2023? (laughs) I don't know how far we are into this thing. But, uh, yeah, you just don't know. I think if the situation is good, obviously he's going to pitch for the team. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, And I think that he is uh, a big step up. I think that we missed him in 2020. But I think that he's going to be a big step up in 2021 should he be a part of our starting rotation, which I believe he will be.
0: As long as he's around, he will definitely uh, be in that starting rotation. Other news, I've already seen it mentioned in the stream a few times. And uh, given that we are also a hard-hitting Padres podcast whenever the Padres trolls are in the stream, thanks for hanging out with us as always. The Padres kind of trolled their fan base in a way, like Ken Rosenthal, I guess, trolled everybody. Uh... Mike Clevenger, Mr. Sunshine himself, in the Padres Inc. a agreed to a two-year deal. And that was quickly followed with the news that uh, Clev is undergoing Tommy John surgery, or Jimmy John, as it's known these days around these parts. It was... You know,
1: I, I just felt for the poor like intern or the, social media guy. The or, Padres
0: fans celebrating in the streets. Yeah,
1: I mean, it, it was like a... They just, I know that they just handed it to him over as one news press release and they were like, get this out, Mm -hmm. you know, on social media, whatever you have to do. And they were like, how, how do I navigate this? (laughs) Because it's great news. Two years, super cheap. Yeah. (laughs) Cost nothing. And then, god awful news. Also, he's not
0: going to be here. Also, the first you're going to
1: miss the first year. And they're just like, oh, "What do I write?" And they're like, well, "Well, we'll start with the good news, I guess." And I saw like <laughs> a funny comment. It. it was like, "You didn't even give us a chance. ask us if we wanted the good news or the bad news first. <laughs> um, that's tough, man. That's that's a tough it thing really to overcome for the Padres. You already look at their starting rotation; it's not very good as it is. You also look at their pitching staff as a whole. They're losing a lot of guys. They're not getting a lot of those guys back. Obviously, the the uh, offensive talent will always be there for the Padres as long as they have this current structure that they have. Yeah. So that's great. Although I do think you got your best best year out of Wil Myers. I don't think he's ever going to be better than that. Yeah. With that being said, that is a huge blow to a to a team that was really relying on Mike Clevenger to, to cement their staff. Not that he was going to necessarily be a number one starter type, but he was going to cement their staff and mm-hmm. make them actual contenders and i think this makes that a lot more difficult
0: what's um what's interesting or what's tough or what's update (laughs) hashtag update worthy or funny however you want to take it it's like it's almost like pitching with a an elbow issue is a bad idea yeah
1: you know whenever you read those things about people having sore or injured elbows and then they go on to pitch one inning in a playoff game you're kind of like I don't think you should have done that.
0: I don't think that was the best move for you there. Um, Roach, says, imagine giving your elbow for one inning of a season that doesn't even count. One (laughs) inning for a season that doesn't even count. According to Padres fans, 2020
1: did not count, by the way. After they got knocked out of the playoffs and then we won the World Series. Then it doesn't
0: count. But it it counted when, uh, did did they get anybody? They didn't get any awards, or did they get one? They won the wild card. No, no. uh, Trent Grisham (laughs) got the the, uh, gold glove because he deserved it. Oh, yeah. Big whiff on that one, boys. Yeah, he totally deserved it. GGS. <laughs> he yeah. didn't even have a good enough offensive season to to deserve that. But yeah, I, I think a lot of us in that uh, NLDS game one were kind of wondering about, like, why that is this a smart idea for Clevenger? I mean, it's one start, but or yeah, you know, it's tough. It's a really tough situation because it's like you, yeah, you need him to be able to do the winning sports. Uh, but were they too worried about trying to beat the Dodgers just to say they beat the Dodgers? So even if they lost in the NLCS, they can say whatever, at least we beat the Dodgers in advance. I think that was too much of a concern. Like they, they they didn't see the, the bigger picture there. And the bigger picture is that absolutely he should not have been pitching in that game. And, uh, well, it cost him major (laughs) reconstructive surgery and a season and a good amount of money. So, uh, it, it's it's interesting, it's tough. It's a big loss for their their uh, rotation. Like you were saying, they do have some some other options to right. fill in, but none of them are Mike Clevenger, noted number four starter, Mike Clevenger. If uh, you're a friend of the <laughs> show here, but uh, funny enough, before this did happen, we we got on the phone last week with former Padres superstar and. L. A. Dodgers legend Adrian Gonzalez, and we did ask him about the Padres and just kind of his thoughts on where they're at. And he had noted that pitching is going to be one of their biggest, um, one of their most important, like points in getting good and setting up to beat the Dodgers. So, here's a little bit of Agon B- B- BMC before yeah. Mike Clevenger. Bit of Agon talking about where the Padres are at in relation to the Dodgers and and kind of some things moving forward.
2: And as far as the Padres moving forward, I mean, obviously they have Tatis, uh, you know, that's going to be, you know, the, the, the rock of, of who, how they build their team. Uh, they got some They got some other players. Obviously Machado's there and Hosmer are there, uh, which are, you know, really good guys to to complement Tatis. Um, I don't know what their, what their catching situation is with the two catchers they acquired. Um, but, you know, it comes down to pitching, and it comes down to – for a team like the Padres, it comes down to focusing on how to beat the Dodgers. And and, and I know that they don't teams don't want to say like, oh, we're 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 setting up our team to beat another team, we're setting up our team to be the best team possible. That's what they're gonna say. <laughs> but if they want to have success, they gotta they gotta be able to beat the Dodgers. Right. <laughs> and so they have to get players that can not be intimidated by First and foremost, the fans when they are back in because the fans take over Petco, um, the fan, the fans, the players, the team. There seems to be that you know aura of you know you win a game and you think it's you, you think you did so much when in reality like it's just a game. You know I think they have a lot of talent. I think they have a, a good team, um, but they have to set a team to compete and be able to beat the Dodgers uh, if they want to be able
0: to win a division I love the idea of uh well one I I love like Gonzo did throw a a burn on Grisham there right them acting like yeah so uh let's go ahead and give him a round of applause because that was smooth it was very smooth for him just kind of mix it in there he didn't leave any pause for it to be like very obvious very well done subtle jabs by Adrian Gonzalez but I uh, see I've I've been kind of mixed on this, and we're not we don't need to dig too much into this because you know it's like November 16th, and we don't need to worry about what the Padres are gonna be come next season with whatever the hell ends up happening there. Do you uh do you agree with that sentiment of building a team to specifically beat the Dodgers?
1: I don't know. Ask the Clippers. I mean, that's what they're doing all <laughs> the time. <I>
0: mean. <laughs> He's already dead (laughs) The the Clippers
1: built a team To defeat the Lakers It wasn't to defeat anybody else in the West They they weren't going after anybody else Just that first game It was really great, yeah, they crushed us, good job Uh, The Clippers built a team They knew, everybody knew The Lakers are the team to beat in the West In all of the NBA, we gotta build a team that can beat them Unfortunately (laughs) They they never got the chance to do that Because they couldn't win Uh, So when you're looking at the Padres They are in a very specific circumstance where if the Dodgers were outside of their division, they probably wouldn't be building their team to beat the Dodgers. The Mm -hmm. Dodgers are the team to beat, not only in the national league, but in all of baseball. You look at the Dodgers and you're like, that's the team. And especially now coming off of world series victory. We knew it before after they got Mookie Betts, they were the team to beat. But now after a world series victory, they're absolutely the team to beat given that they're in the West you have to go through the Dodgers to win the West. You have to go through the Dodgers to win the National League, really. Um, and so, I think if you are the Padres, you kind of have to build towards that. Yeah. If you're saying we want to win a win a division, you're not saying we want to beat the Giants. We want to <laughs> beat the Rockies. We want to beat. You're saying specifically. We need to build a team that can beat the Dodgers. Obviously, you need to win a lot of games in between then to get there, and you only play a certain number of games against the Dodgers during the regular season, but with that in mind, I mean, it's tough to not look at it and say, like, how do we beat the Dodgers? If you can beat the Dodgers, you can beat any team. So, yes and no. Like, it is right, yeah. but it also isn't always
0: right. Yeah, The Dodgers aren't always good. They have been for a long time, but they're not always good. It took us a while. I mean, it's eight straight division titles, but it took a while to get that far, and we're seeing a lot out of the Padres, or I'm seeing a lot out of the Padres of things that you know the growing pains that the Dodgers did during that that streak of eight in a row right there's you know there was a point where we were building to try to beat the Cardinals and then we stopped playing the Cardinals and we couldn't get past the Mets um They tried to build to to beat the the cheating Astros when they lost to the the Red Sox in eighteen. Uh, and then this year, it finally became let's just put together a goddamn team that could win, and it worked. You know, it wasn't about oh what what is Blake trying to do against this guy? I mean, they spent the Dodgers spent an off going and getting uh, Scott Alexander just to specifically try to negate some of the Astros batters or the lefties or even like a Josh Reddick type, and then Alexander didn't do really much of anything. In the eighteen postseason, I mean, he was around, he was alive, I think, still. Uh, so you know, they go and get Blake Trining, they look at the numbers, like, hey, this guy was really good, he's not good. Let's try to make him good again. They did. They 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 made Blake Trining great again, and it worked, and they got a title. So you know, this time, uh, I think it's going to take it's going to take the Padres a little bit longer. This Clevenger thing really throws them on their ass a little bit, which is funny. But uh, the most important takeaway from all of this particular section of uh, of this Padres podcast is, "Ha ha, you got burned by Aegon Trent Grisham." So,
1: if we were a Padres po- podcast, we could call it the podcast.
0: In other news, made that giveaway: Cody Bellinger authentic autographed baseball. Uh, do I have like a Ooh I need ooh. to find that button um, Let's have do this button. In your face sucker. Well and you know It's Cody Bellinger So there he's confused He doesn't know what's happening We uh, <laughs> yeah, We had the uh, We have the winner And uh, we're gonna let Brooke announce The winner's name Because uh, I think you had The most practice With this particular name But we have the winner Of our Authentic Autographed Cody Bellinger Baseball Through our friends And with our friends At Elite Sports Collectibles They're a cool spot that You can uh, do a bunch of raffles And all that kind of all that kind of goodies. But um Who's that winner?
1: I always forget. Do I wait till it's over? Do I I have no idea. I say it during it. The winner of the beautiful uh what what did they win? Cody Bellinger signed baseball from Elite Sports Collectible is uh where I forgot what the name was. Uh Syra. Syra? Syra Ochoa. At Syra underscore Jade. If I'm saying your name wrong, I apologize. I am not good at speaking in general, but uh if you want your prize, send us a DM on Instagram. We're gonna send you one too. You got forty-eight hours to respond to claim your prize, courtesy of Elite Sports Collectibles. That's at Elite Sports Collectibles on Instagram. And you can get that Cody Bellinger ball right on your top shelf in time for the holidays because yeah. you get to show it off to your family that you can't see because everyone shut down this year, so you're not gonna be able to see them and be like, hey, look, guys, I want a Cody Bellinger ball.
0: You hold it up on the Zoom, but That's it's gonna be back. Zoom Christmas. There you go. Zoom Smith? Zoom Smith. Very We'll Zoom-smiss. all be having Zoomies. Next, <sighs> the latest and greatest giveaway that we are doing with our friends at Elite Sports Collectibles is this autograph, Julio Urias, a baseball. That's right. He uh, he he captured all of our hearts when he punctuated that Dodgers World Series win with uh, with a three pitch strikeout of Willie Adamas that, uh That is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my lifetime uh, that I could remember this year. But it was cool, and we're giving this away. So you have a week or until next Monday. the uh, the What day is that? Uh, I don't know what day that is. Thank you, Google. That is the 23rd. We will be ending. We will be announcing the winner of this Julio Urias baseball. I have to make sure to overdo it because people give me crap when I say Urias. It's because you speak Spanish. Muy piquito. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so um, go on to our Instagram. That is at official Dodgers Nation. And make sure you are following at Elite Sports Collectibles on Instagram or else you will not... Be eligible to win this baseball. You having problems there, Chief? <laughs> I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait to change the screen when, until you gather your We're good. composure.
1: <sighs> Action.
0: <laughs> you ever uh, swallow an ice cube down your windpipe? <clears throat> Can't say that I have. Nope. Wouldn't yeah. recommend. <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna let you. Now that you're dying, I'm gonna let you take the next. Uh, it's good. The next lead. It's good podcast, guys. Uh, I'll do it. Hey, so <laughs> oh, now, now I is I part am. of the uh, the news blast here we have the uh, news blast hall of fame sub-segment because there were what eight uh eight ne- eight names something like that added to the uh to the hall of fame registry <laughs> uh, at target this uh at this target. T- today the important names are dodgers legends mm. shane victorino yep. and dan i threw 88 heron um oh, yeah. Classic Both of them uh, – sorry uh, to break the glass. I thought I had to break glass here. Um, they're not going to make the Hall of Fame. That's an important note. They are not Hall of Famers. I know that's uh,
1: he, They might visit the Hall of Fame. Yeah, they can go right. to the Hall of Just Fame. go absolutely. to Cooperstown and but, buy a ticket, get into the museum, look at where you could have been if you were a good ball player. Um. But, you know, don't, there's some former Dodgers all over that list.
2: Yeah. Former.
1: Yeah. We got. Dodgers I mean, got around. If you're looking at the list, we got all the guys who were past their prime, what? not <laughs> not in their good years. We got Jeff Kent. Hey. We got Manny Ramirez. Jeffrey. We got. Uh, a beast. Shane Victorino was never good. Then put some respect on that. <laughs>
0: cool. <laughs> cool whip special says Dan Heron is a Hall of Fame Twitter follow, at least. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Patrick, Patrick Hughes just followed us. Thank you, Patrick Thanks, Hughes. I Pat. appreciate it. Caroline asked if you've ever inhaled chili flakes, uh, flakes while eating pizza. No,
1: but have you ever, have you ever uh, inhaled uh, some of the powder on top of tiramisu? No. Uh, Michael Scott has.
0: <laughs> just here for the ride way these to, days, way guys. Way to professionally do We both derailed this segment, yeah. so I am proud of We're us. We're really good at that. The next part is, inspired by the Hall of Fame, of which there are uh, two Dodgers added that absolutely are unworthy and hopefully are one and done on the ballot. Yeah. We decided to have a News Blast Hall of Fame sub-sub segment of where we assign or we have our own cards. uh, Our own, is it up to 10? You can have up to 10 uh, check marks on your Hall of Fame ballots. So we made our own.
1: You're not gonna like them.
0: You want to go first and explain yourself, or you want me? I'll go first. All what right. Why not? This Hall of Fame. Broke Look at my up Hall of Fame screen. ballot, guys. <laughs> Look
1: how beautiful it is. Look how amazing it is. Number one, first and foremost. <laughs> um, you got. You got to go out to the side. <laughs> there you go. First and foremost, I did not realize that Bobby Abreu had as great of a career as he did. Not to mention the fact that he also stole four hundred bases. Steroids era was a hell of a year, hell of a time, time. hell of a time. Uh, I'm going to put Bobby Abreu on there. I will say this is the thinnest, thinnest ballot I have ever seen. It was hard for me to make ten votes. You don't have to, by the way. You don't have to. I just did. I felt like it was kind of necessary. Number two, I think Barry Bonds. Absolutely, by far, is the single most deserving person on this entire list that needs to be in the Hall of Fame. And I know you guys hate that. I know he's a giant, and I know he did steroids, and I know there's so many things about it. Everybody did steroids during that period. I don't know what to tell you guys. Even if you take away the steroids, he's still like a 70 war player probably. Yeah. What he posted uh, He posted a 162.8 war career. 162 war is ridiculous. That's you look wild. at every single one of his numbers and you're like, holy hell, why did he take steroids? He didn't need to take steroids. I have a lot of bad opinions. <laughs> you guys might think this is my worst one because obviously, you know, we're Dodgers fans. We don't like seeing Barry Bonds or the Giants succeed, but it is what it is. Roger Clemens, I think, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. The Rocket should be there. Todd Absolutely. Helton. Todd Helton's kind of a given for me. Um, I don't know how Todd Helton was perceived throughout his career as – I don't know if he was a good dude or a bad dude or not. Good dude. He he seems to be a guy that needs to be in there. Um, Andrew Jones, obviously, as Dodger fans, we have a bad taste in our mouth. But holy hell, if you look at his career before he came to L.A., what a career. Scott Rowland, the (laughs) model of consistency, a guy that you wouldn't know put up the numbers that he put up. Kurt Schilling, absolute D-bag um, as a human, <laughs> yeah. awful, oh, oh, yeah. awful person. But, uh, I mean, can't really doubt it. Gary Sheffield, come on, man. It's the chef.
0: Yeah, chef, on, uh, chef. Chef
1: deserves f- to be in there. Chef is pretty damn good. Sammy Sosa saved the game of baseball along with Mark McGuire um, in addition to the fact that he's had, like, a bunch of home runs. Um, the big and, you one know, is.
0: Can't, you can't really discount the home runs. Big one is where you add on Nick Swisher
1: yeah the swish man uh he and then visit. uh wagner i think wagner's got, wagner's top six and saves all times for his career
0: had a, had, had ridiculous strikeout rate for a closer type he um, was a he was a different kind of animal uh during that time
1: he was quiet he was like a quiet really good really good ball player too so you guys might not love my list but i you know are they gonna hate yours more
0: I don't know. I mean, I hate yours. Already. I wasn't paying attention. You didn't to pick your Bobby list. Abreu. I did not. Why? Who picks Bobby Abreu? He played for the Angels for that that amount of time, and he was only a short time Dodger. Well, he was a Dodger for a little bit, right? I think Bobby Abreu. Yes, no. Yeah, he was okay. for the
1: same year that he was an Angel. I think. Oof, oof.
0: So there's my list, and I, I, and looking at it, I realized I forgot to uh, check Todd Helton on there because Helton, absolutely, very deserving. Helton. Uh, Posted a, a career war over sixty, which um, and, and he would be the first. Wait, no, uh, did Larry Walker make it? Larry Walker made it in the Hall of Fame, but he went in with just an H O. He went just a Hall of Fame hat on his head, right? He didn't go in as a as a, a Rocky. I
1: even don't, so, I, I don't remember. No, I don't remember.
0: Even so, Helton is like the first real true. He's the OG Rocky, and I think that would be kinda cool. Um, you know, there is some BS that plays into how you make these uh how you make out these cards. But yeah, Bonds is on there, Clemens is on there, Rocket absolutely deserves uh to be in there. Wins do mean something at some point in time, and they absolutely did then. Jeff Kent is in my hall of fame because he is the he's all a cop. <laughs> he's, Because he's a cop and he threatened me. Threatened he'd plant drugs on my uh on my person. But um he uh, he's the all-time leading home run hitter for a second baseman in all of baseball history, and that should mean something. Hall of Fame worthy is what we're trying to say. I wanted you to be put on, your microphone over there. I wanted to be on camera. <laughs> I did. It was working quite well. Cool. Andy Pettit uh-huh. was was very good throughout his career. He has uh, what like 220 wins or something like that. Uh-huh. Pretty he's pretty redonk. Uh-huh. Let's see, um, 60 wins above replacement. It, it, he he finished his career at 256 wins. Granted, he was on the Yankees, but he wasn't on those those crazy Yankees that much. Where they you know they went out and spent all of the money on everything. Like the the early run of the Yankees being good, they they built from within. They had the core four, and they were able to build from that. So uh, I think that means something. If you're able to win 256 games in Major League Baseball, that means uh, a whole lot. Schilling, bad person. Terrible person. Horrible human being. Hall of Famer. Seventy, what, seventy one wins above replacement, whatever. Oof. Sheffield. Sorry, no, it's just I, I like Chef. This it is uh, the Chef, man. Yeah, uh, Chef. I, I I I don't have Sosa on there. He can get in next year. Billy Wagner's no. on my list. Um Yeah. Tim Hudson had fantastic career.
1: He did, absolutely. Not a Hall uh, of Famer. Um, Hall of Very Good. Hall of Very Good. Of very good. Of very Omar good. Vizquel is a guy that I struggle to not put on the list, but also <laughs> Omar's not a guy that blew you away with the bat. I mean, he was not the all-around guy.
0: He, he played, like, what, 35 years <laughs> he did. in and major he, leagues? He won and, like... And he had, like, 35 wins? I don't know. He had, like, 11
1: gold gloves or something. Yeah. Maybe more. I don't know. Yeah, I'm that's am gold 11. gloves were
0: Scott Rowland, one of the most underrated. He should have been... I don't think, you know, and he was not a first ballot. I think last year was his first time on the ballot, but Scott Rowland absolutely should be in the Hall of Fame. That's Scott a guy,
1: Ro- you don't know how good he was until you look at his fantastic. stats. And you're like, oh my God, you were good for a long time too. He,
0: he was a, a model of consistency with the bat. One of the best to ever play third base. I think his his numbers, his defensive numbers um, at the time of his retirement, like comped with uh, Brooks Robinson. mm Who's I mean, was a good hitter, but is basically in the Hall of Fame for his uh for his glove and being right. fantastic and right. it's a name we all know because of his glove. So Scott Rowland, fantastic baseball player, a lot of other good names. If they made a hall of very good, uh there would be a lot more players in it. But that's my list. You can at me. Real F R G. Mike Hoffer points out that Todd
1: Helton was a career three forty five hitter at cores, two eighty seven yeah. hitter on the road. But guess what? Career two eighty
0: seven hitters, still pretty close to the Hall of Fame numbers. Before letting steroid users in and if we're letting people uh, already in the hall of fame Stay that up. were tweaked out on greenies and everything else then todd helton's PED was coors field pre-humidor uh, pre-humidor That's just what it is <laughs> them's the rules i don't make them up i just came up with them you do make them up i know that's why yeah. i came up with it right uh some people let's get some people's thoughts uh, on this by the way I see, do we have a do we have a money one? We do have, we have a money a one for, for Kanan Cannon over on YouTube says thanks. Thank you, Kanan Cannon. Kanan Cannon. <laughs> Cannon. Yeah, by the way, if you're on YouTube, if you want to feel like throwing any uh, dollars or something our way, I don't know. It's weird. Like we started getting it during uh the pregame shows. Weird. We feel uncomfortable with it, but it does contribute to the beer fun if you super chat us. You know, I'm not gonna be like uh, a <laughs> like Trevor Bauer. I'll take my shirt off if Tre- you want me to. So I'm- Trevor Bauer, uh Getting slightly ahead of ourselves, we were going to talk about Trevor Bauer. He won the NL Cy Young. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bauer did a uh, live stream, uh-huh. or Bauer's people did a live stream during the the Cy Young announcement. And uh, you know he's sitting there. He's away because he had to be in his his dumb three piece uh, you know gangster from New York in nineteen eighteen suit, right? Of which he had to have his agent tell him, you know, you're supposed to put the tie behind the vest. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a struggle. He's, he's not. He's not yeah, an adult. I'm not a fancy boy. He's not an adult. We get it, but. um you know, they, their whole thing, this is all a long way around to get to the super chat thing. Their whole thing was like, we're not going to take your questions unless you send us money. It's like, oh, you're a big leaker. And I mean, it wasn't him. It was like his marketing lady or whatever. And um, Steve May yeah. on Facebook says beer fund. Steve, yeah, beer Steve fund. gets it. Steve knows why we like money. We yeah. just want to drink. We
1: don't. We're never going to make enough money off of this to live, guys. That's not, come on. We're not that good at what we do. <laughs> but we can make enough money to drink beer on camera while we chat yeah. with you guys about baseball. Yeah, everything, that's our favorite thing
0: to do. Like Any money we make on other things ends up just going right back into buying new things for me to put in the desk or microphones like this, or whatever. Because it makes this noise. <laughs> I want to get one of those uh, hey. fancy Joe Rogan microphone arms, but Gary won't let me. I want to buy Joe Rogan and have him come in here, but <laughs> Gary won't let me. Katie sent us <laughs> five dollars. Said, "Where's Gary?"
1: <laughs> I think it means Gary has to come back. She just paid for Gary. Let's call Gary. Rogan. It's Gary's OnlyFans account. <laughs> you got to get him to call in <laughs> to the show. Uh, we'll we'll split Look that with Gary. Look at all the Gary. money coming in. Juice Nero's oh, already wow. Contributed five dollars to the beer fund. All you got to do is ask for it, folks. Man, who knew? <laughs> Making
0: me feel Thank warm you, and tingly on the inside. That's the beer fund. <laughs>
2: stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home, bring them home.
0: Bring them home. so uh, we appreciate all of you guys even if you don't send us money that's that's weird we're not asking i guess we're semi-asking but not really it was this inadvertent asking i just thought it was funny uh to bring that up Moving right along, Patrick Hughes asks, what's our best rumor about the Dodgers right now? Perfect timing, Patrick Hughes. Patrick, We have money. now of the uh, No, he didn't send money. No, money with timing. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry, Patrick. I'm uh, sorry. We have the now of News Blast. We have the Warm Stove 2020 update sub-segment. I like, um, I like how you
1: called it Warm Stove. Yeah, it's a Warm Stove. It's the warm shit happening It's not here, hot.
0: Right uh, <laughs> Drew Smiley got paid way too much. Jose Rod through five dollars at us this next round on me. Thanks. Oh man, we, we could buy an 18 that. pack this week. <laughs> Dude, I know. We can to be you. well, it's gonna be weird because we might not be in here. Uh but we'll have we'll, to send each we'll,
1: other the money and split up and go to the I'm store separately. Go, I'm, gonna, I'm,
0: gonna, I'm gonna instacart the beer to my house. There you go. Uh yeah, Drew Smiley got a lot of money, eleven million dollars, and that's that's now not from the Dodgers, obviously. He went to Atlanta. And you wonder, it's like, is this really gonna set the market? Because he's not worth that much money. He's not very good. Um and, and he there was a point where he was gonna be maybe good. Right. Uh so it's a little weird. It's kind of weird. Uh the the big one, the big rumor. Well, I mean, have you seen anything on Arenado? Because I saw that we did have a comment uh earlier uh Brandon on Twitter. Brandon, uh at Kaley Kali, Kali, whoever he is, uh, appreciate the comment. And I've seen him in the stream, by the way. We appreciate uh also hanging out with us on the stream, Brandon. Um I'm asking, could we see a Dodgers Cubs trade? Because there have been, I guess this is an Arenado, but there, there's been like some people trying to link the Dodgers to Bryant, and there was something about like Kyle Schwarber in there. Um, as as Canon A on YouTube uh, throws five dollars at us wow. for a six pack, we Cannon? appreciate appreciate Cannon? that. That's Cannon? pretty cool. Um, yeah, the only thing I've really seen is like people trying to forcibly link Lindor to LA but I haven't seen any of the Bryant stuff I haven't seen any of the aeronauto stuff
1: I think I think that both of those things have just been linked to the fact that uh, how do you how, what's the nicest way to say it Justin Turner is um, battling father time he's in a, in a battle against him and he's not gonna win that battle he's not young <laughs> he's not old old he's not latroy hawkins old yeah he's not julio franco old but he's <laughs> he's you know he's yeah. aging he's getting there his defense is on decline his defense has been in decline for the past what would you say three years past three years in a defensive he took a spiral? huge step
0: up during the postseason.
1: Absolutely he did. He but did some things to test. compensate for the fact that he's old and his arm doesn't work quite the way it used to. You notice somebody, somebody asked me, why does he hop the ball over to first so often? And I was like, well, that was a recommendation made by the infield. know, Ebel said, like, hey, you're not going to make it on the fly anymore,
0: man. Why don't you take a step back, play off the line, and make it on a hop and get there just as quick? Well, especially uh, there on the turf. Like, he was playing that turf tremendously. Like, oh, he so played good. that so perfect. just so watching perfect. those hops and and that happens a lot. And like that's just a veteran understanding uh, the situation and and you know hey playing it to his advantage right there. So notably, there will be no DH because I see Santiago talking about JT being like a, a, still a, a great bat. Um, I mean I think he's got another season of being you know third spot worthy, an effective bat, very effective an effective bat. bat. He's somebody. He's not he, the power's gone. Um, That's not really going to be his thing. But he's still somebody that can keep the line moving. And you don't right. always need a bopper there in that three hole. You need somebody that's going to get on base with something he can do. Um, maybe, you know, that's somebody like uh, Will Smith can eventually supplant him in that spot because cause right. Willie gets on base as soon as he can start hitting it hard but not right at people. He does hit Will it hard. Will Smith is going to be a fantastic, uh, a complete ball player that gets all of the recognition of the league. He's going to get JT Romuto type of recognition by yeah. by baseball. But because the the batting average isn't pretty, he doesn't get that yet. Um, yeah, but JT is uh, good. It's just, he's that, the right that's, kind of I guy think, to, to, think... to bring back, and I think he's, he's a step up over somebody like Chris Bryant who is Granted, only had one bad year last year.
1: So Megan Ashley said over on Periscope, she said, "I mean, Chris Bryant's not an upgrade over JT, and I would, I would agree with that for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Number one, I mean, the glove is to me very average. It's nothing special. Doesn't stand out. Defense, you're not necessarily always looking for defensive prowess at third base as a primary thing. You're mostly mm-hmm. looking for a bat out of their third base position, mostly." Chris Bryant hit at hit hit at Wrigley, which is supposed to be a good stadium to hit at. Yeah. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to definitely play in the in the hitter's favor. You got those baskets out there, you got the wind blowing out. There's a lot of things that play into your favor out there. He did not hit. He did not only did not hit well this year. He hit terribly. He was yeah. an awful player this He's year. Really bad. Add in the fact that they also went through that entire court battle just to get this extra year of him, and this is the extra year. It's really great, really funny. The irony there is just beautiful. Way to go, Chicago. If you're telling me that the reason why Chris Bryant were to come to LA let's just say he did was to replace Justin Turner I would be mad about that and that's not something that you can often say for a guy that's younger uh choice fielder friend of the show friend of me friend of us over on Twitter uh he says Bryant's hard hit rate has declined year after year for his entire career There is something to be said about hard hit rate. There is something to be said about hitting the ball hard in your life. Obviously, you don't hit the ball hard, but you have a really high batting average. You have a lot of luck. That's all that really is to that. There's not a lot more to it than that. But if you're telling me that Chris Bryant's the guy to supplant Justin Turner, and that's definitely not the case, that's not happening, that's not something that's about to happen, I would be upset by that. On the other hand, if you're telling me that Nolan Nolan Aronado is the guy to supplant him, I feel better about that. I don't know how you feel about that. I feel much better about that. I again, yeah. Meg, Megan said, "JT is the glue that holds us all together. Holds the whole team together." 100% agree with that. He does so much for L.A., but and I like you what Aaron, have to replace him.
0: I like what Aaron says. that JT's an elder statesman who's still balding. If, uh, balding? Balling. He's balding, too, but he's still balling. It's, it it's a good point. It's a good point. fix it.
1: It's not like he's a guy that you're like, we should keep him around because he's a good veteran presence like Chase Utley did for that last year. Yeah, that yeah. was the only reason he was there. It was like, hey, he's <laughs> yeah. a veteran presence. We owe it to him. He needs to be around. That's not the case with JT. The JT is, this is a, still a very good player who, by the way could be signed away by another team because he is still
0: balling. This it's real. Sure. With Arenado, we've talked about this. I don't know if we've actually talked about it on the show as, as Katie throws three ninety nine our way for Brooks Mustache Memorial Fund. Oh, bless up, Mustache. Uh, 2020 to 2020. We're remembering that, uh, that glorious time. I saw a
1: picture of myself, and I was like, ugh. And I was like, oh, that's me.
0: <laughs> that it me. Scared myself. Arenado would absolutely be a great addition to this team. Of course, he's Nolan Arenado. He's, he's uh, somebody who can bat, he can ball, he can defend. However, it's a weird situation because he's an all-time franchise player for the Colorado Rockies, and he's still somebody that's good, even you know not as good away from Colorado as it tends to be. But he's in an interesting situation because Colorado – Needs to get good value back from him. They can't just trade him away because uh, you know, they want to get rid of him or he's mad or he's due money, which is the situation with like Frankie Lindor or the situation with Chris Bryant. They, can't, they, don't, they want to get rid of him because they're trying to get, stay under a certain payroll. Uh, with Arenado, we've talked about it, where the big issue or the worry is he can opt out. Of his contract after this coming season, right? He's, he could be a free agent. Good after yeah. the 2021 season, so that plays a huge role for both sides. Again, the, the Rockies need to be able to uh, to kind of cover their losses and get really good value. So they would need, let's say, Dustin May, Gavin Lux, maybe even another one, maybe somebody like uh, you know one of the guys they got. Let's say Clayton Beater that Dodgers signed uh, this this um, past uh uh what are they called draft draft that's what they're called yes sorry i should have had draft i should have had beer on the mind with all the beer fun that we're getting from people we appreciate you again um <clears throat> so uh that i mean that's a lot of, of value and i know somebody like sd dodger tim noted prospect hugger would have a huge problems trading away gavin Locke and may and somebody like a beater for somebody that could be gone after a year and that's the same situation with with Frankie Lindor. Frankie Lindor is definitely a free agent after this coming year. So I don't know, how, how do you feel about that? Like, yeah, you have somebody that could be an added franchise player, but even on top of that, you got to worry about paying your other guys. You got to worry about paying if you, if you're going to pay Bellinger, you got to worry about Seeger who's a free agent after next year. You got to worry right. about uh making sure Walker Buehler is around as long as Clayton Kershaw has been around. Um there's a lot of little intricacies to it.
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing that you said is that people still have to get paid, and that's something that we need to take under consideration for the foreseeable future because there's a lot of young guys that are going to need to get a lot of money over the next couple of years. You look at Nolan Arenado. He is a guy who I think the Rockies are kind of not in a great position for a lot of reasons. Number one, he was very vocal about being unhappy about being in Colorado. not Not about being in Colorado, but about the fact that Colorado was not competing. Yeah. That didn't just go away because they gave him money. That's still there, and that was amplified by the fact that they were just garbage.
0: I love that he complained about it, and then was like, ooh, I'll take the money. money. They were like, hey,
1: we suck. What the hell? And they were like, here's a lot of money. And he's like, deal, I'll take it. Give me that opt-out after the 2021 season because I want to make sure that if you guys still suck, I'm going to opt the hell out of this contract. And so if you're looking from Colorado's standpoint, in my mind – uh, it is in Colorado's best interest to trade Nolan Aaron. Oh, yeah. Does that mean that he's going to the Dodgers? No, that does not mean that he's going to the Dodgers for a lot of reasons. Most importantly, the fact that he costs so much damn money um, and that he's probably going to, I mean, I don't know. You, you, you hear the rumors that he wants to play in LA, that he wants to play near home. He's from Southern California. It would make sense on paper that he'd want to come and play for the Dodgers who just won the world series. Mm-hmm. All of that makes sense. With that in mind, you don't know what he's gonna want to play or where he's gonna wanna play or what he's gonna wanna do. So there's just a lot of uncertainty to it. There's there's just too many question marks for me yeah. to say I'm okay committing prospects and the money that it takes to keep him for <clears throat> maybe one year, but maybe longer. Let's say you were talented at anything. I'm not. But yes I know, but at anything
0: say. in your life and people wanted a lot of different people wanted to give you money. Right. Um would you would you shop your talents around if you were given that option? Like, oh. if you can be like, okay, I can be here for the rest of my life, or I could see what this place wants. Oh, or what I'm these always want. going to be open to offers. Oh, crap. Yeah. Gary, <laughs> Gary, <laughs> Gary said Barry, help. Better lock me down, Gary. I
1: might be going over to uh, a, <laughs> what's this site called? Uh, nobody. Rocky's Nation. <laughs> Rocky's <laughs> Nation. It's, a it's my next website.
0: Personal file. Yeah. Um Anyway, sorry, I derailed on heaven. that. Yeah. The purple heaven, purple okay. heaven, purple there heaven. Just, we, go. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: got a couple more uh, donations to us that we got to shout out. Santiago, Santiago, if you will, if you're nasty, gave us ten bucks. That only Ooh. if you buy tecate though, and I don't know uh, if uh, we might have to send ten dollars back. Yeah, I'm gonna
0: send you that uh, ten dollars back. Give he said, your Venmo. just kidding. He said, just kidding.
1: Oh, We're fine. Okay. We can okay. keep it. We'll buy Modelo to make you happy. That's that's a compromise, oh, right? Man, I love Modelo. Oh, so good. So good. Hey, he and we have all devil. this.
0: We can be classy. We might be able to get some uh, some Glass Pacifico.
1: Uh Juice Nero's over on YouTube also with two ninety nine for the JT fund. Please send to Andrew Friedman. <laughs> that's you know what? That's a good that's a good cause. We like that. Yeah. I don't know how much two dollars and ninety nine cents <laughs> is gonna I'll, do for it, but I'll, we'll let Andy I'll, know.
0: I'll text Andy real quick and be like, I think I have his number. We now. have three dollars should yeah. you
1: decide to <laughs> re sign JT. <laughs> Don't know how much it's going to help, but hey, every
0: every penny helps. I don't know how to start that text message, <laughs> Andy. Two ninety nine. A- hey, little Andy F. Here's that two ninety nine from uh, Juice. On Just send it to him and don't <laughs> say anything. Oh man, this would be uh, really really oh, wild. Tim is in the stream. Wasn't sure if he's in the stream. Tim says, "I see some decline in Arenado. Pass on uh, that money on the backside of thirty. The other side, the other end of it." We, I mean, we don't know what JT's going to be trying to get. You would, you would hope he would kind of maybe look at getting some uh, hometown discount, legacy money type thing. I don't know. It's, it's uh, all. That's another thing where it's kind of a weird situation where some people have the value of JT being really high, but at the same time, he's thirty six. Um, what seen- does your
1: body feel like at 20, 36? Because at twenty seven, it doesn't feel good.
0: At thirty five, it feels like absolute dog crap. Mm. Like not not regular, absolute. Oh, yeah. Ah. So you have to be drunk to survive. But, uh, you know, I've seen some people agreeing to like saying, oh, oh two years and and thirty two, thirty five million dollars sounds like a good deal. I was like, that sounds like a terrible deal. That's way two too years, much. Two years, thirty five. Yeah, it's way oh. too much money for JT. Oh my gosh! Like I love you, Justin, but damn, bro, I you're mean, not getting that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I What's mean, your cap? You really... on, a, on a contract for him,
1: man. I just see like a two or three year contract in his future. I think going that far. I, I do. Yeah, I really do. And I think they. If you look at. If you look at how the Dodgers have treated their aging veterans in the past, they go with the team option. And that's a really common thing throughout Major League Baseball. The older you get, the more you're inclined to offer team options for years. But those
0: were those are complementary pieces, the David Freeze. They were. They're not the, key pieces. The... And I
1: think that's the biggest difference. Yeah. So you look at Chase Utley's last contract, it was two years. And he obviously didn't make it through that contract. Was, yeah. But you look at uh, Justin Turner and if they were to offer him a three-year contract, I think two of those years would be spent very well and very useful. And the third year of that contract's kind of a toss-up. It could go either way it could be a chase that type of situation where he's kind of just aged out and not very good or he could still be very effective you don't yeah. know so i think for that third year it's going to be a team option dude i i just do not see a situation where the dodgers pay more than like 14 million a year for him on in an annual average i just don't see him getting that kind of number from anybody at, at this age yeah who needs an aging third baseman in a league in in major league baseball when there's so much talent to be spread around
0: Young Yi on on uh, YouTube says Adrian Beltre played until he was like forty. But yeah, that's Adrian Beltre. That's, uh, that's Beltre, man. That's, He's a, got. that's a that's a that's a ninety win player. He can still play. Yeah, Be- Beltray absolutely come out and and throw up a better season than uh, than Chris Bryant did. <laughs> <laughs> these uh and these this has been facts with uh, with Brook me three. Thank you. Um, three year twenty one million dollars from Claudia. That's the, that's the thing. I mean, I I I think I cap at like ten a year, and that's a lot. Maybe ten, and then you know it's it's, it's those uh declining uh, values or whatever. It's but you also can't really front load too much unless they really plan on going over the salary cap and then getting under it. And that's another whole can of worms where you can't go out and get somebody like Bryant or Lindor or Arenado because you're gonna be way over it. But then you're gonna stay there while we're losing some guys. Man, I I still got to be GM.
1: Keep in mind his last contract was a four-year contract in which he was making an annual average of $16 million a year. He is absolutely in no way, shape, or form going to make more than that annually. There is no way that happens. So if he were to get, I mean, if the Dodgers were to give him $10 million a year annually for whatever the contract is, that would be a lot for them in that situation, especially if they're going three years with a team option. I think it's not, not over- dramatic to say that they give him a two year 18 million dollar contract with a third year option for a team that's not over dramatic
0: i'm going two years 18 uh 10 8 and there will be a third year option mutual six million dollar option two million dollar buyout boom gm two million
1: dollar buyout dang that's good Uh, what a man you could get paid two million dollars and not play (laughs)
0: What a life! Some people get paid. I wish I was good at Hella anything. Hella wild. I wish I was good at anything. Uh, the final bit of news blast before we get quickly into FRGM because we are running long here, as as tends to happen. We often we're do having fun. Uh, the, today, the Dodgers announced their <laughs> their Christmas Christmas drive through cash grab. Sorry, I just love that I call it a cash grab because that's exactly what it is. But whatever, you know, we're all um as uh as our friend. I think it was Blister Rich or somebody on, on Twitter, if I got it wrong. I apologize, but Blister Rich is also a good follow. Um, it, it's a cash grab, but we're all simps, so we'll probably go. Uh, it's running November 27th through December 24th. $55 a car to drive through Dude, some sort of weird
2: I'm busy uh, winter, that year.
0: winter wonderland at uh, Frank McCourt's parking lot. Uh, is this cool or an obvious cash grab to you? I mean uh, uh
1: <laughs> I don't like to speak ill of uh the dead but uh Frank McCord is uh you know definitely involved in this somehow. I don't I, I personally, you know, whatever you guys want to do, there are a lot of really good free drive-through light shows throughout that Los Angeles County, throughout the Inland Empire, throughout Riverside, County, all over there. There's there's a lot of them. There's Candy Cane Lane up in the Valley. There's a lot of good places that you can go to look at lights. Yeah. If you want to pay $55 to drive through Dodger Stadium, I would rather you pay none and go get a COVID test and be safe and make sure that you're not spreading something if that's what you're going to want to do. If you really want to go to Dodger Stadium, go there for that. Um, but with that being said, if you guys want to go see a cool light show, maybe they'll have some sort of cool World Series-related thing that we weren't expecting up there. Maybe. I don't know. There's going to be like a probably fake trophy that's there or something like that. I will not personally go to it. But – I also said that I would not go to the drive-in World Series because I thought it was lame, and it turns out a lot of people were like it was actually really cool. Yeah, and looked, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool for you. Did I didn't look, go.
0: It did look, as Megan says, yeah, the more lame than the drive-in World Series there thing. There you go. But a lot of people did uh, seem really into that World Series, uh, the the drive-in thing. Honestly, I probably would have enjoyed the World Series win a little bit more had I been, you know, at the drive-through because at least you're you're around people. You know, and I get just, to high-five
1: my dog. In spanish. in spanish in
0: spanish uh tim saying obvious cash grab one note
1: that i will probably go to
0: <laughs> i mean uh let, let's 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 be fair i think uh we're gonna have to go you and i have to go for content
1: oh film it
0: yeah yeah we'll do that i, I know that sucks for you because that's like literally your life away from here is everything you're doing is being filmed by mrs brook me three but yeah. um what somebody noted on Twitter that I really liked is that uh, at least it helps pay for the free agents and the Corey extension. So it's, it's, That's it's a your Michelada. This That's is your Micheladas. This
1: is my Michelada fund that I didn't get to, to, uh, to take part in for 2020. That's yeah. a miss by the Dodgers, by the way. If they would have invited me to every game, I would have bought one every single game, and they would have been able to pay for Corey's contract already. I could have uh, been the only fan, and I would have just buy buying Micheladas. This is...
0: These are all facts. <laughs> Somebody should make me the boss. I don't yeah, know. I'm gonna text Andy again, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Tell him we're right.
1: sending three dollars and me.
0: I don't know how how many uh, how many proposals you have here in this final quickie uh, or however long segment, whatever. We're all here. There's nothing better to do. It's Monday. Uh, we're having fun. I just finished my drink though, so that is a problem. But here's FRGM, and I, I'm guessing. So how are like are you rival GMs calling me? Can there be mysteries? No, teams? no. I, I so how,
1: how deep are we getting into this? <laughs> so I in, in every different scenario Not a role player. in every different scenario I'm going to be a different person. So I'll introduce that to you, let you know what I am. You're well, always F R G F
0: hats. You need hats then. You I do need, need diff- different hats, that's
1: yeah. true. Um I'll just take T- mine off. Will or? there be will there be voices? Like there will just be one voice. So right. in this particular situation are Those years
0: of going and watching my ex do improv. Oh yeah.
1: There in this go. particular situation, I am assistant general manager, Jeff Kingston. <laughs> Are we just
0: just role-playing the the current GMs? I want to be me. No, no, no. You are
1: are the Dodgers GM. I'm role-playing Jeff Kingston, who you now work over. You're sick. Yeah, so uh, as Jeff Kingston, I come in and say, we're in a strange situation there, FRGM. Uh, (laughs) Your name is FRGM. uh, This is a
0: spot-on Kingston. If you guys know Jeff Kingston,
1: that's him. Uh, We can only re-sign Alex Wood for cheap real low on the money or we could go all in for blake Trin and give him the bag what would you prefer to do That was a spot on jeff kingston
0: man It's perfect uh do i have to do a voice no you just you you're frgm i know but now i'm wondering like no you're just frgm can i have a voice you can
1: do whatever you want ah, on
0: top of the governor to you no morning listening to that <laughs> Uh yeah no I'm I'm definitely going Blake Trining. You're
1: going to give Blake Trining the bag over signing Alex Wood for cheap? I
0: would hope that my assistant general manager would come in with actual substantial numbers and not just the bag. <laughs> that's is,
1: a that's a legal definition. It's found in every law book. It says, quote, the bag. <laughs> If you were if you file for divorce in California, you get fifty percent of the bag.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no in the dictionary. State, we're aware.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, anyways, you're gonna go for Blake Trinan. Yeah. As your assistant GM, I think that's the wrong answer, but I'm gonna move on from here. I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna be assistant GM again for a second and say, you know what, FRGM, we got two guys after the season that are not gonna be Dodgers anymore that I think we should resign. I wanna know what we should offer to Clayton Kershaw and what we should offer specifically in numbers. To Mr. Corey Seeger. <sighs> These are well, specific numbers, so I kind of put you on the spot. Sorry, yeah,
0: FRGM. The bag. The bag. The bag. the bag. Corey yeah. Seeger gets the bag. Apparently that's says okay in my front office, and we're going to have conversations after this meeting, Mr. Kingston. Mr. Jeff Kingston. <laughs> Mr. Jeff <laughs> Kingston, I presume. Uh, let's go to Corey first. I would hope that we can start working on a contract extension now. Corey Seeger is about to turn uh, 27. Uh, I think he's probably a... Uh, 20 27 million a year shortstop he's not the most elite and he's had some history uh history of, of issues um oh, okay i read that wrong uh I, i'm 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 turning to my uh i'm phoning a friend here in santiago it says 30 million a year i, I read that as seven years 30 million yeah, yeah. I, was I was like, like that's, that's a not, hell of a discount how it works uh Seeger's my priority. I think Kershaw will stay. I don't think he has much interest in in exploring uh yeah. Cuz you can't go wild and I don't think Corey likes the idea despite that he's, you know, like kind of a down home country even though it's, you know, East Coast boy. I don't think Corey likes the idea of being uh tied down forever even though he's about to get married in like a week oh. uh, or like 2-3 weeks. Let's say six years, no, five years on Corey. Okay, so he's, he's twenty-seven, so he'll be a free. No, you want to make him a free agent by thirty-one. You can still no 30, thirty-three. No, thirty-two. You can still get paid. So I guess it'd have to be a four-year with the fifth-year option. Mm-hmm. Um, or instead, let's go seven and a and a an opt-out at four, and we're gonna give him twenty. Six, 27 a year. Boom. I didn't write any of that down. So if
1: you remember Man, that. You are so f- <laughs> I am the worst assistant so GM in history. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: as for Kershaw, I liked a comment, and, and you give Kershaw a stake in the organization. Kershaw shouldn't go anywhere unless he, like, I don't think he's going to detonate this year. I no. think you just let him keep playing until he wants to not play anymore. We talked about this last week um sorry those guys on that blue heaven podcast talk about this last week where (laughs) kershaw we've seen it we know we know andrew friedman's a friend of the show come on now he He wears a shirt he's wearing our shirts um kershaw uh, he's still enjoying it he's he's kind of trending back up he won a world series won a world series and and uh He's a, he's a franchise icon, man. You just can't you can't let him go anywhere unless he really wants to go somewhere else, just to see if he can do it elsewhere. But I I don't think knowing like him knowing what this organization means, he's seen the way they they take care of their people when it when it comes to like Sandy, when it comes to you know even Tommy, when it comes to Maury Wills, when it comes to Don Newcomb. I mean, you're a lifer when you're a Dodger, even if you leave and come back, you're still a lifer. But uh. You pay him what he wants, and I don't think he's going to want everything in the world.
1: Final question, and this does not come from Mr. Jeff Kingston. This comes from, uh, I am Nelson Cruz, and in this situation, the DH is a part of the 2021 season for the National Wait, League. Nelson As Mr. Mr. Nelson Cruz. Can make this happen? No, no, no. This, this is hypothetical, yeah, 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 and yeah. I'm Nelson Cruz in this situation. As Nelson Cruz, I say, Mr. FRGM, may I have a job? <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
1: Oh, that's it? <laughs>
0: Wait, that's it? Like, you just want... Uh, I just want to know... There's if, no monies involved? Would I sign Nelly co- Cruz?
1: Would you sign Nelly Cruz to a contract if the, if the DH is a part of the plans for well, the National League in 2021? Because we still don't know officially if it is or not. Well, we know, we know Friedman,
0: mm. my, my, my friend, Andy Friedman, Andy. former GM of the Dodgers here. Right. Uh, the Dodgers' off-season goal, their, their look is for a right-handed batter and bullpen help. So, I already fixed the bullpen mm. with...
1: Bring in oh. back, uh, back
0: Blake Trinan on the bag. Uh, how many years for the bag, by the way? Many. He's like a 32-year-old. We need to have a talk about this, mister. Um, I'm Nelson Cruz. I don't play a role in this. <laughs> talk to your assistant GM. With Nelly Cruz, I think we, we have room. We have different options. And and to have a designated designated hitter un, uh, unla- or over being able to use that the way my manager Dave Roberts did last year, where it's an opportunity to rest people, an opportunity to get uh, uh, BD Eddie Rios in there to to mix in Max Muncy and get him away from first base. So uh, I can't have a job, is what you're saying. You cannot man. have a job on just my team. Just say no, man. Sorry. I just
1: I got other teams interested. I gotta go talk to them. Am, Time hey, is
0: money, Nelly. You're old man.
1: Yeah, that's true. He's been around for a long time. Him and he? David Freeze went traded blows in the World Series, man. Don't forget about that. <laughs> I over. mean, me and me and David Freeze. <laughs> yeah, over a billion years ago. And there will be a Game Seven.
0: Well, this is uh, this has been a thing. Welcome to Improv Theater. FRGM. I used to have a Pope hat for that. Check it out. Happy Fun Time Sports. Don't, don't look at it. Throwback Thursday. I I might have said bad things back then. <laughs> well, Enough guys, the Pope. um, this this was a show. Thanks for hanging out. We appreciate y'all. Everybody that sent us money, we did you didn't have to do that, but uh, we love you for it. That is really sweet of you. Um, kind of goes in line with something we've been kind of working on. So we're not—if something gets unveiled next week, it's not because of what you did, but maybe. Either way, we will be online. We are on the internet. Find us there, DodgersNation.com. It's an internet website that gives you all of the things about your Dodgers as many as we can uh, in a day. You should go there. Click it many times. It helps uh, also keep us alive. Subscribe to Blue Heaven. We are a podcast, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. All the spots at your podcast are available for free. We live there. Also, we would very much appreciate it if you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we're, we're, uh, we're doing things there. Our, our boy, if you guys know our post game guy, Doug McCain, he's uh, putting out some fantastic, like, really kick-ass content on our YouTube channel, youtube.com. Slash TV. Hit that notification bell. Uh, uh, that's a bell. You'll be glad you did.
1: Yeah, then you'll know when we go live, and you'll want to hear from us because obviously we're so entertaining. You want to hear from us every single day. You want to see me choke on ice. You want to see this guy play the fake GM guys. I'm at Brookman3 fans. This guy over here is at Real F R G M or something like That's that. That's my OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We will talk a lot. We sometimes don't talk at all. Depends on the week. We're at Dodger Nation on Twitter. At Official Dodge Nation on Instagram. Go check us out. Go check out Elite Sports Collectibles for that giveaway. You're gonna want to win that Julio ball. Make sure you drop in there, leave a comment for that, because it's going to be great to have. It's going to be a great thing to show off around Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever it might be. Thank you guys for your questions. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for hanging out with us week after week. Thank you for those of you who pitched in and sent us some beer money. My goodness, we appreciate you guys. We'll cool. see you guys next week with probably a lot more beer.
0: Bye. Uh, oh. I think one of my eyes broke. Hell yeah. Love
1: that. I can't see out of one of them. Yeah, you weren't seeing. I wasn't using it